Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is Widi Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Thursday, January 13, 2022. Dear friends, Italy is in the middle of the fourth wave of the pandemic, uh, tremendous because the Omicron variant is infecting many people more than the previous ones. I, I know at least 15 people with COVID right now. It has never happened to me since the beginning of the pandemic, but they are all fine. They are without symptoms or almost, and this is because Omicron is more contagious, but less lethal. The experts say that in January, we will reach the peak and then hopefully the curves will begin to fall. Yesterday, there was a slight decrease in infections and intensive care occupancy, but more than 300 people died, the highest number in a single day in this fourth wave. We have now exceeded 140,000 victims. The hope is that we have reached a peak, or at least we are close to it. We know now that the curve of new positives is the first to change direction, then follows the curve of admissions in COVID wards, then intensive care units, and then the curve of deaths. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Meanwhile, precisely because Omicron infects much more but is less lethal, in Italy there are those who ask the government to change the way in which the numbers of the pandemic are counted and then communicated. Some experts ask to make a bulletin every three days or even every week and not every day. Others ask not to count someone who maybe comes to the emergency room with a broken arm, is warped and it turns out that he or she has COVID even with no symptoms. And in fact, several say that asymptomatic people should not be counted at all, even if the fact that they have no symptoms does not mean that they are not contagious. The reason why these experts say that we need to change is that other countries already do this, and in the comparison, it seems that things are worse in Italy, but uh, it is only because the way in which data are counted and communicated is different. And also because from the gravity of the data comes the degree of severity of the restraints imposed on Italians. And in fact, with the introduction of the Green Pass, has increased the number of swaps carried out every day, which today is more than 10 times compared to the, to the beginning of the pandemic. It is obvious that with the increase in the number of swaps also increases the probability of finding new positive, but only increases the probability of asymptomatic new positive because those who are sick and have symptoms would do a swab regardless. regardless. <coughs> in the Italian hospital COVID wards today, there is about a third of patients who have no COVID symptoms. They have other problems. Uh, uh, other symptoms, uh, but no COVID symptoms, but only a positive swab for hospital admission. And this also happens in the registration of deaths. If the patient enters the hospital for anything else, but is positive and dies, it is automatically recorded on the form as a COVID death. Many say that these procedures uh, makes the numbers of the COVID deaths absolutely false. And it is true that almost everywhere abroad, this does not happen. Those who die because of the virus are recorded as deaths by COVID. Not all those who die and are positive without evaluating whether it is the COVID that killed them. Some physicians argue that COVID hospitalizations today, due to the high percentage of vaccinated, would be the same as in the winter periods of pre-COVID years, when there were patients with seasonal flu and pneumonia on the ward. These experts argue that on average, Omicron for the vaccinated in Italy is as little as a normal flu. 
Everyone in Italy, apart from the Novax, however, agree on the need to increase the number of vaccinated because the 10% of Novax throughout Italy occupies two-thirds of the beds in intensive care units and half of the beds in the medical area. And the vaccination campaign is going very well, driven by the decree on the mandatory vaccination and on the extension of the Green Pass. Every day is beating the record of vaccinations, both for the number of those who received the booster and for the number of those, at least in recent months, who finally decided to receive their first dose. And vaccinations are also growing among the youngest. The year 2021 closed for Italy with a GDP growth of 6.2% and consumption of 5.1%. But there are many problems for the tourism and catering sectors, which also suffered many losses last year. It is estimated that for consumption, the complete return to pre-pandemic levels will not occur before 2023. Catering and hotels recorded a loss in consumption of 27.3% and almost percent and almost 35% respectively, cultural and recreational services of 21.5%, and there are also other sectors with double-digit declines, such as transport, minus 16%, and clothing and footwear, minus 10.5%. However, the good news comes from Goldman Sachs, which forecasts GDP growth for Italy of 4.4% this year and 2.2% next year. A survey among wine lovers in 1,000 cities around the world and therefore capable of providing an all-round view of global wine tourism analyzed five key aspects of 25 countries around the world summarized in a weighted score, the Wine Lovers Index. These key aspects are average wine consumption, average production, area under vines, number of wine tours, cost of a bottle of wine. At the top, with 8.28 points out of 10, is Italy, home to some of the oldest production in the world. According to the research, this is due to the more than 480 varieties cultivated, which translate into the right wine for every palate, as well as the, to the supremacy of production in terms of quantity and a great variety of products, and therefore prices, accessible to all. I can assure you that wineries all over Italy can't wait to welcome you all back here to, to taste our wine and visit Italy safe and happy to be here. And there is another good news that sees us rewarded. Italians are the second most important researchers in Europe behind the Germans. This is certified and consolidate our scientific reputation by the new starting ERC awards, the European Awards to Research delivered by the European Research Council in this start of 2022 on the results of 2021, which mirror those of 2020 for the first two positions, Germany and Italy. In 2021, however, we deserved 58 ERC awards, eight more than 2020 and the share compared to the 397 European researcher, researchers reached by a grant grows further. We go from 11.5% of 2022 to the total of 15% in 2021. One prize every seven goes to an Italian. This starting year C selection of the youngest researchers, they must have finished their doctorate in a period between two and seven years, assigned to the winner an amount between 1.5 and 2.5 million euros. The number of researchers of Italian nationality is growing, but the fragility of our scientific system is also revealed, because if we consider the country hosting the research, i.e. the host universities and research institutions, Italy goes from second to fifth place. Most of the research carried out by our talents is done in foreign centers. 
Some of this depends on the nature of propensity to move of those who work in this field, but it also depends on the fact that Italy is not that attractive on a scientific level. In 2021, 28 European prizes were taken in Italy and 30 abroad. All the same, the trend is improving, because last year only 40% of the Italian ERCs were won in Italy. This year, projects totally made in Italy have exceeded 48%, almost half. Of the 28 European prizes awarded to Italian University and Science Centers, <coughs> four were won by the University of Padua, which thus reaches 50 in its history. Three awards went to the State University of Milan, two went to the Universities of Bologna, Florence, Pavia, Ca' Foscari of Venice, Sapienza of Rome and Bocconi of Milan. A grant to the Normale of Pisa, Perugia, the Polytechnic of Bari, the University of Genoa, Modena Reggio Emilia, the Federico II of Naples, the Italian Institute of Technology, Human Technopole and Humanities. It's all for now, it's all for today. Please stay safe, please take care, please protect yourselves. My name is Umberto Mucci, I'll see you next Monday. This was Weedy Italia News. Ciao from Rome.